the college football experience way too early week 11 preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure you grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And lastly, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us, the NBA Finals free roll contest locks at the end of this week. So make sure you get your entry in for a free shot at winning $1,000. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store and download it today. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA The Boz. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. the college football experience way too early week 11 college football preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Oh my God. The quarterback is toast. And I'm joined by my co-host in, in the whale's vagina. He's in the whale's vagina tonight. Uh, Give it up for former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. He's in San. He's in San Diego somewhere. There's just the delay going on. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but he's in San Diego. Uh, and then third guy in the booth, the DFS god himself. Give it up for. The rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock given. Former, former Hernan Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Going on, guys. Uh, I'll tell you what's going on. We, we, by the way, guys, if you're if you're just just checking out this this episode, we are in the midst of previewing all 130 teams college football. Two a days, two teams a day. Alphabetically, you will have a podcast for every single FBS team, and also this is our week way too early week eleven preview. It's our we our way too early uh, preview series essentially, where you can go back and listen to the other ten weeks, and we're basically drafting games for the top games on the week eleven slate, making our case why they're there. But before we get to that, guys, uh, you had any more time to think about this playoff talk, this twelve team playoff thing that seems to be going through? Everyone's talking about it. I'm curious uh, if if any opinions have changed, or you know, I've heard speculation. I was alluding to this a little bit pre-episode that uh, you know this thing is is looking like it's it's a done deal here, a bunch of money to be made, and uh, 
and all of a sudden you have uh you know a 12 team playoff with home games in in looking like in in mid December or potentially January I think that could change we'll see and uh the group of 5 going to have a berth automatically every year some years if it was like last year they would have had two so um I was listening to several other people talk about what what this does with the AAC the American Athletic Conference and potentially them going after a uh a potential uh, with a even before this news was announced, they were in speculation. Sports Illustrated, I think, reported like a month ago that they were in they were in like talks with Boise State, which I think that's a fact. That's been proven through court records. San Diego State and Colorado State. Uh, who knows if that happens down the road or not? But in general, a lot of people uh, perhaps making the point that uh, the AAC is one of the real winners here because now you have. Uh, teams aligned really in in really hotbeds for recruiting. Whether it's Dallas with uh, SMU, Houston with the University of Houston, obviously in Houston, and then uh, Tulane in New Orleans, Memphis and and Memphis obviously, and UCF in Orlando, Cincinnati where Cincinnati is, and even ECU in North Carolina because they're probably the best team of them all, and even South Florida with with uh, with Tampa. So, what wh- what do you guys think of that? Well, I, I agree. I mean, obviously you have all those hotbed cities and if you give them an avenue to excite that fan base or those, those fan bases, then. Well, that's the thing is they would be getting, you have the population center there to take advantage of that. Yeah. They'd be getting a ton of money from making the playoffs and that would probably have a trickle down effect to their football program. And they would see money like they've never seen before. So um, I, I think that's the really compelling side of this is perhaps do we, is this changing the landscape of college football for 20 years? I mean, I mean, obviously it's changing it all across, but in the way the structure goes, but also you wonder down the road, you know, 20, 30, 40 years from now, um, if they're still playing football, <laughs> according to Mike, well, let's not go all the way down. Let, let's, <laughs> let's worry about, you know, two or three years down the line. I will say for the American conference, you know, it at least gives them a chance to have a seat at the big boy table. It's not a guaranteed seat because we don't know that they're going to get, they don't have a guaranteed path to the playoff every year as it stands. Uh, but they have a chance to be there on a pretty consistent basis, given the level of play that's happening, that's happening in that conference and and has, you know, the last four or five years or so. So they have to be excited and I'm sure they're thinking of striking while the iron is hot whether that means, you know, expansion or, or what have you. So yeah, if, if you're a fan of any of those schools in that conference, you have to be excited for the uh, potential. I was wondering like if, if Boise state, if this changes the way they think, because it's an Boise state's like, Hey, we could potentially have an easier path for staying in the mountain West. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if the level of play in that conference is just as good as any major conference, you know, maybe not the sec or the big 10, but if it's right there in that mix with that uh, power five and they don't have the guaranteed birth, then you could argue the flip side that it's more challenging to get to the playoffs. If you're one of those schools, cause you're playing all the other schools in the conference and chances are you might slip up once or twice. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I it makes me. Th- I mean, there are years the Mountain West is better than the AAC. I mean, right. we we've seen that, but I feel like more consistently the AC, the AAC has been better. But um, yeah, and then we saw today Arizona State uh, being investigated for perhaps uh, having recruits on campus while they were uh, while the rest of the 
the the nation could not essentially have recruits. Apparently, they were sneaking them through a back door. Allegedly, not Big Herm. Big Big Herm's gonna do that. Apparently, it's like he. Uh, from what I was reading, was like he's like a CEO, so he doesn't even. It's all Antonio Pierce. <laughs> Antonio Pierce is there. He's from uh, Long Beach, and uh, he, he apparently like that's why they've been recruiting so well. Is he's through California, but I mean, who knows? My thing is like, if you were gonna investigate any of these schools, do do I believe? Let's just say. Do I believe that Missouri probably had recruits come while it was COVID? Yeah, I do. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it's not- it sounds like a slap on the wrist offense. It doesn't sound like anything too, you know, egregious. Well, unless, I mean, someone said, someone was reporting that they think they were paying recruits, but who knows? I mean, we'll see. Well, who the hell yeah. isn't in the SEC? Yeah. Or, or at Texas or wherever. So. Or Clemson yeah. or <laughs> so, Ohio well, State or Michigan, whatever. What's that, Pat? I can't imagine. I can't imagine Herm Edwards uh, signing off on anything explicitly illegal. You know. Yeah, yeah. And to me, maybe, it, maybe it's that you know, don't tell me, just just make it happen type deal. Could be. Could could be that, but also could just be like, hey, I mean, honestly, if you had asked me, let's just say some some hotshot quarterback or wide receivers there. And it's like, okay, put them, bring them to the back door. Let them see the fucking facilities. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, is that that <laughs> well, big of a deal? <laughs> there's, there's probably more backdoor action than just in the uh, facilities in, in Tempe down there. <laughs> that's true. Show them, show them the blondes with the, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm, uh, <laughs> hey, that's your selling point. You know, if, if I was a crew and I saw all the women there, I'd be like, where, where do I sign? Yeah, if he got game happened anywhere, if that scene and he got game happened anywhere, that was in Arizona. <laughs> state. Let's be honest. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how that shakes out. It's interesting. I almost feel like they, they must've had this news and just busted it out because this is the first year they're like, they're, you know, basically the preseason favorite to go to the, the Pac-12 championship uh, and, and win the South them and USC. But a lot of people saying them um, it's funny, funny, the timing on it. Um, all right, guys. So let's get into this. It's uh, you know, the good old uh, week 11 slate here. First off, before we dive in, how'd you guys feel about the slate? I think it looks good. I mean, there's some, we're starting to get to that point in the season where it's really solid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's, it's definitely, uh, we got Nick going first. Ooh, uh, is it, is it my turn first. Yeah. I'll say that. I think, you know, as this, as this, the season starts to wind down, obviously each game is becoming more important. So the slate this week, a lot of really good games, but really no great games. And I think it'll be hard for us to rank them because I don't think any of them, I don't think there's too many obvious choices. So I think what you're going to, my, my prediction is that you'll see a lot of our personal biases and preferences come into play uh, for the games we choose. Big 12 so Colby coming through big, big 12 Colby <laughs> ACC, Nick TMZ Patty. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. So is it my turn. Am I up? Pick one. Let's do this thing. All right. I right, don't laugh too much. Thursday night. Oh, you man. at Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they, tell me another game on the slate where the division could be at stake in a time slot all by itself. Okay. You got the time slot thing, but I'm saying like, as far as you're going to take this game over the likes of Michigan, Penn state. Yeah. That's a game where the division could be at stake, but it's going <laughs> to be on a Saturday. With lots. Exactly. Exactly. That's the key Thursday night. This is a huge Thursday night game here. Look, 
last season, actually did they didn't play last season in, in house freshman season Pitt won in Chapel Hill, 34, 27 in overtime. This time it's, it, it's at Pittsburgh. It's November 11th, a night game could be a little chilly. I'm, I think this is a you know potential upset here. These guys seem to always play close games here. Uh, you know, so I think this is going to be a very entertaining game and Hey, I, I said I'm ACC Nick and that's why I have it first. Damn it. Well, I mean, look, I do see Pitt potentially pulling off the upset here because I could just see North Carolina coming up there. Not, not the most physical team and Pitt is a physical team. So I could totally see that happening, but I mean, come on, pick one. This is like pick 12, <laughs> you know, Patty C Patty C what's your thoughts on North Carolina at Pitt? Agreed a tad early. <laughs> well, I, I think it's definitely, I don't even think it's the best game in the ACC. <laughs> I think that there is another game that could have e- even bigger coastal division implications and is a rivalry game and a great rivalry game. It's a little down the list as far as what Colby thinks, but I think it's a better game. Oh, you're talking uh, Duke, Virginia tech. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey Duke has their number. I feel like Duke won 45, 10 in lane stadium. Just what the last time they played, I think. Um, so, all right. UNC Pitt number one. I do like the fact that's a good Thursday night game. I feel like, you know, compared to 20 years ago, we used to have much better Thursday night matchups. And, and the, this is one that I feel like is kind of on that level back 20 years ago. Um, so I am, I am happy to see that played there. Pick two, Patty C, where are you going? Okay. I'm going with the one that seems a little more obvious The the division is on the line. It may not have the time slot all to itself, but happy Valley, Michigan at Penn state. Come on NC Nick. Uh, I know you're an ACC lover, but uh, this one is two of the biggest fan bases in all of college football with a potential division on the line. Give me, give me a whiteout here. Yeah. I mean, this game, have is- you heard of the Buckeyes uh, <laughs> potential division on the line? Uh, do I need to remind you that both these schools were below 500 last year? But Penn Touché, State, Touché. What, it wasn't that long ago. Penn State won that East Division. What was it? Eighteen, two thousand eighteen? Was it? That's right. Um, so I, 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 you can make a point there now. For Michigan, it's been some time, but this is a money game, dude. There's, there's been a lot of classic moments in this game. You know, in this rivalry, you remember uh, with a couple seconds left, was that, uh, was that, uh, was it Michigan? I think in the uh, with Paterno uh, in the end zone that 2005, got, I think. Yeah. That was a wild game. So uh, yeah, I think this is the best game of the week. I thought it was a clear cut. See uh, ACC Nick just coming in here, diluting everything. Um, you know, I didn't even know I had the first pick this week, but I'm really glad I did. Cause you know, if I had the second or third, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal to have UNC pit, but oh, number one overall, Hey, honestly, when I get to that week, I'm really looking forward to that Thursday night game. Put the kids to bed, crack open the whiskey. I don't have to be flipping stations. I got one game to focus on. There I love you go. It. Um, well, you know, uh, all right, pick, pick, uh, pick three here. Nothing like two teams that have uh, not won a conference championship in combined <laughs> in five years. Gotta love that match. <laughs> well, hey, Michigan or Penn State hasn't either. Well, Miss Pitt, Pitt, well, Penn State won the Big Twelve, Big Big Ten, and eighteen, right? Did they go to the championship or did they win it? No, they beat Wisconsin in the in the in the championship game, and they uh, put they put corrected. they put Ohio State above Penn State and put them in the end of the Inventational. That's why I forget it. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, all right, pick three for Dundee. I'm taking you two. Let's not overthink this one, guys. There's a lot of good stuff out there, but I think the best game is going to be. We just touched on uh, on Herm Edwards, right? Herm Edwards. If they're if they're you know up to the hype on this, because I'm not I'm not buying the hype personally, but coming into it from right now, if they are as good as the publications are saying, Arizona State at Washington in Seattle should be a dandy. This is the potential. This could be the Pac-12 championship. I would bet against it, but a lot of people projecting these two teams to be very good and right in that mix. So Arizona state at Washington, this game's in Seattle. That stadium always gets lit. Hopefully it's a night game. Cause it should be a night game. Uh, Patty, see your thoughts on Arizona state at Washington. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's at all far fetched to think that this could be a preview of the back 12 championship game. Um, we'll see how Arizona state responds to these allegations, the scandal, but I don't think it should have a massive impact on this season. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great game. Long trip though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I don't know. I think this is, I, I almost played an, a few others cause there's a lot that are on the same level to me, but I think this is a money game. Nick, your thoughts on Arizona state, Washington. Yeah. You know, the game itself, I, I, I am looking forward to, cause I think it's going to be a close game. It should be interesting. Yeah. Some people are saying it might be the best team in the South against the best team in the North. I think I disagree, but it is two quality programs that don't play all that often, but I have it ranked at number nine. So I have lots of games ahead of this because on the national scale, I don't think a lot of people are getting too excited for Arizona state, Washington. That might just be more of a left coast thing. I don't think it's getting that national appeal, um, but it's a good game. I had a top 10, so I'm not going to give you too much shit. All right. Well, it's back to you then pick four, buddy. All right. Um, Texas A&M Ole Miss. I've said it before. Every game Ole Miss plays this year will be interesting to watch uh, their offense and the character that is Lane Kiffin makes it much watch football. And I mean, look, AM is probably the second best team in the sec West. Ole Miss is right there with them, maybe third or fourth with Auburn LSU in the mix, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's going to be a good game here. Um, yeah. Last year, the game was canceled due to COVID. So it's the first time that that lane train squares up against Jimbo. I think this is going to be a good ball game here. It's probably be like that three thirty Eastern time slot here. So I'll be tuning in. Uh, this is a great one. This, I mean, this is when a and M's trying to turn that corner Ole Miss. One of the most, to me, like the true, one of the true enigmas of college football this year coming into it is I, I don't know what to expect. Are they going to be a contender? Can that defense? I would like to think, I think DJ Durkin's a good coach uh, and he's their defensive coordinator. So I would think he would be able to, f- to help fix that defense. But uh, you know, last year he was year one. They didn't have spring. They didn't have uh you know, a shorter camp opt out, stuff like that. So I think uh, they might be improved. And if they're improved, then watch out because that offense can fly. Patty, see your thoughts on a and M at old miss. Well, I just think that there's a, a chance that we could have a, an upset here. Uh, Ole miss is the wild card team. And you know, the game being in Oxford, especially if a uh, and is able to pull the upset over Alabama earlier in the season in college station, uh, lane train could be a major uh, thorn in his side late on. So it should be an interesting watch either way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, this is a great game. I almost played this one. I'll be honest. It was, it was, this was, it was uh, up to, to three games and it was between ASU Washington, this and uh, one other one. So 
Um, uh, Patty C, pick five. It's on you, my friend. Okay. Well, here comes uh, TMZ slash ACC Pat. I don't want to wait too long to break this one in on you guys, but come on. This there was a time when this was the best rivalry in college football, <laughs> hands down. <laughs> okay, and I think that Miami will have the division lead at this point, but Florida State is going to have a rebound season year two, year one point five under Mark, Mike Norvell. So look out for this one. It's late in the season; both could have winning records, <laughs> and Florida State would love nothing more than to mess up a championship run Buddy. by Miami. You know, they played this last year and they lost by 42, right? Times <laughs> change, man. Time's Somebody change. tell Patty it's not 1992. Yeah, times did change. <laughs> all right. Times did change, buddy. All right. And uh, I mean, I, I don't, I, look, I understand the history so that that can play, can play up the game some, but this game's about as interesting as my asshole. I mean, just, just, I, I, I think both teams are, 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 frauds essentially. I don't think both teams are legit. I think both teams. I mean, I actually, I could see both. I mean, I could see Miami making, I mean, Miami's going to make a bowl. I just don't think they're legit. So um, here's what I'll say. Okay. What team has won a championship lately that hasn't been a top 15 recruiter on a pretty much annual basis. I'll answer the question for you. None. And guess what both the Florida state and Miami are top 15 recruiters nationally pretty much every year. So, and that's, uh, that's my point that the, 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 the rankings are overrated. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the better question to ask is how many schools have had top 15 recruits and haven't won a national championship. Well, uh, th- that are perennial top 15 recruiters. Yeah. I, I bet there's <laughs> only about 13 of them, you know, and, uh, and Florida state Miami just happened to be two of them. So how can you ignore this game? Uh, look, it's a fun game. Put it on ACC Network, and maybe I'll watch it. All right, I'll say you know, like, like when the ACC expanded several years ago, brought Miami into the fold. They thought that this annual Florida State Miami game was going to be on par with Bama, Auburn, and Oklahoma, Texas, Ohio State, Michigan. Unfortunately, that just hasn't been the case. You know, both schools have had some pretty good teams from time to time, but it's been rare to get like two really good teams the same year. And this year is no different because, yeah, I mean, neither team might not be all that good. Um, but you know, for those of us that watched college football in the '90s, maybe the late '80s, I think this game's still a little special. You know, there's some so, nostalgic feelings there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, all right, we'll pick six for Dundee here. Um, and well, first I'm going to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to a $500 risk free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. All right, pick pick Dundee here. Gonna take you, finally, some brains are in this fucking room because <laughs> Jesus, uh, I'm gonna take you to what could be. <laughs> The Battle of the Big Ten West, Northwestern heading to oh, Madison, God. Wisconsin. Good pull. That's a good pull. Northwestern at Wisconsin. Look, I know Nick thinks, oh, my ACC, my Duke Wake Forest game is so great, but this one's boring. Well, guess what? <laughs> this one's got implications. And if we had one of these 12 team playoffs, both of these teams would be in the playoffs a lot over the past five years. Uh, so, 
Northwestern at Wisconsin is my play. This is going to be a 10 to six game and God damn it. Am I going to love it? Patty, see your thoughts on Northwestern at Wisconsin. Well, I want to get the uh, Northwestern's or uh, Wisconsin schedule pulled up here. So it'll take me just a second, but um, obviously both of these teams have been uh, more or less the dominant teams in the big 10 West lately. So um, you got to figure this late in the season, this game ought to have implications if history is any indication, but I know that uh, Wisconsin has at least a marquee game against Notre Dame earlier in the season. They get Penn state and Michigan at home. Um, So, I mean, this could be a championship or they could be undefeated. There's, there's no game. I I don't even think they should be. uh, uh, I think they should be the favorite in every game of the season up until this point. And so um, we'll see, we'll see, but this is a big game. Yeah, it's a big time game. And uh, NC Nick, I, I want your thoughts, even though I know you're going to just shit on it. My, my notes here are very short for this game. In all caps, I wrote boring. <laughs> I'm not saying the game isn't going to have some significance. I'm not saying it isn't a good game. I'm not saying it won't be close. I'm just saying it's a boring ass game that doesn't really excite me to watch. I actually have another Big Ten West matchup ranked a lot higher. I had this one down at number 20. What? what? There's one this? I have in the, in what? the top 10, 20? actually, which 20, maybe will, t- dude, Wisconsin Northwestern. Are you serious? You're excited to watch that? Well, both these teams win the big 10 West all the time, dude. Only to get crushed by the Buckeyes in the, in the championship. So what's the point? Well, I'm just saying it's better than uh Pitt, North Carolina. No, are you kidding not. me? <laughs> No, it isn't. What are you talking about? It's going to be much more exciting than boring ass Wisconsin Northwestern. (laughs) Oh man. Patty. See, this guy's an idiot. All right. He's just a full on idiot over here. Um, I told you this week is going to be a lot of personal biases. (laughs) I warned you beforehand. NC Nick sticking to the name hardcore. Uh, Look, dude, you guys need to look at Wisconsin schedule. Look, I, I looked a little closer. Penn state at home, Notre Dame at a neutral site, Michigan at home. Iowa at home, Northwestern at home, Nebraska at home. Who do they play on the road? Do they, do they have a road game? All of these games Rutgers. are you know favorable for. Yeah, Rutgers is going to be that Damn. team that ruins it for them. I'll say the schedule does shake out pretty well for them as far as uh, the home and aways. I just don't know how good Wisconsin is. Yeah, they struggled last year, but that was COVID. You know, breaking in a new quarterback, Cone got injured. Uh, you know, right before the season. And they had to go with the freshman Mertz, who who they who you know there was speculation that Mertz was going to get that job anyway. But um, yeah, it is a favorable schedule. But that's if they, I mean, they still have tough home games, man. In the first five weeks, you know, they're getting <clears throat> they're getting the likes of Penn State, Notre Dame, Michigan, and and my Eastern Michigan Eagles guys. Um, I know you're shitting on Eastern Michigan, but okay, let's get to, uh, let's get to the next pick NC Nick. It is on you pick. Uh, what is this? Seven. Oh, I'm glad you guys didn't take this game yet. It's, it's a top three one for me. And also another potential upset. It's a tricky, tricky road game for the fighting Irish going down to Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. Ooh. Notre Dame UVA. Uh, I mean, look, you know, potentially is Notre Dame still in the hunt for a playoff berth is UVA in the hunt for a coastal crown. Uh, I'll say Virginia has a buy the week before and you got Notre Dame on the road. I think UVA might get this one. I think it's going to be an interesting game to watch. It's going to be close. It's going to be exciting. It's going to come down to the wire. Wahoos might pull it out. Brennan Armstrong fan club. 
Speaking, <laughs> speaking right Have there. Have you heard of their quarterback? He's pretty good. <laughs> Population one. Um, yeah. Let me say this. UVA is going to fight on defense. They're probably going to keep Notre Dame's the offense in check, just like they did last time. Uh, but this is where the uh, difference in the trenches showed up last time, especially with uh, UVA's line trying to block Notre Dame. It was not a pretty sight. They're like 50 sacks. So let's assume we see the same thing again. Yeah. Notre I mean, Dame, Notre Dame's th- uh, three, no, uh, against UVA. So uh, maybe UVA uh, can get one here. Yeah. I'm not that excited for this game, but I guess it, it charts. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. This is not a barn burner, but <laughs> this is one that I, I probably will have on the other TV. All right. This won't be, won't be on the main TV. You're going to watch Wisconsin Northwestern over this. Yes. Easily, easily <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, Anyway, I mean, Notre Dame, Virginia, it's all right, but you, like you said, they've never even beaten the Irish. So um, I do think it's been a couple close games, though. So maybe you're right. There's something there. I still think there's better games out there. But Patty C, where are you going with uh, pick eight? Well, well, well. Um, I am tempted to do a little Big Twelve action, although I'm not sure which game in particular I want to choose because there's a couple of them. But let me t- let me tell you this. Uh, well, let's go with the other one. Wild card K State and West Virginia. We said both of these schools have potential to uh, be contenders in the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, I'll be watching this one. This is a fantastic game. This is much better than Notre Dame, Virginia, right? And uh, this is one where, because one of these teams could emerge. I think this is a big spot for both teams. In Manhattan, we know West Virginia's got a great home schedule. So if they can just win one of these road games that they're not supposed to, like here or in Norman, uh, then I think they have an inside track of playing in the Big 12 championship. Nick, your thoughts on West Virginia, Kansas State? My thoughts are uh, Colby must whip up a pretty good bat for Big 12 Kool Aid because Patty C is drinking it big time. It's a solid game, but I had it way down, man. I mean, West Virginia won 37 to 10 last year. Uh, actually K state's lost five in a row to West Virginia, which is kind of surprising. Cause it's not like these mountaineer teams have been, you know, world beaters. Uh, you know, it's a tough road trip for, you know, but this is two middle of the pack, big 12 schools. I mean, it's, it's a good game, but I'm not going to get too excited about what? this. I don't what? think and, it's going to be the and, and Virginia's not middle of the pack ACC. <laughs> Notre Dame, have you heard of them? They got some national appeal. <laughs> the, yeah, they get that national appeal, but every time they show up in that national spotlight, they suck. They're still interesting to watch. More interesting <laughs> than West Virginia or Kansas State. I would disagree. I would disagree, buddy. Uh, right, keep making those batches of Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't find Notre Dame's brand of football particularly interesting. I don't know what it is. It's just standard offense and they have better recruits than the t- most of the teams they play against. But when they play a team that has better talent than they do, they don't have any, you know, bells or whistles to uh, shake it up and, and, you know, make a difference there. It's, it's, it's a school that beat Clemson last year. <laughs> What did West Virginia or K State do? Yeah, with Clemson's best quarterback or the best player in the country out. Yeah, in overtime, right? (laughs) Uh, uh, K State beat Oklahoma last year. Oklahoma, Oklahoma was better than Notre Dame last year. If they would have played at the end of the year, Oklahoma wins by double digits. Uh, If if they would have played in the beginning of the year, Notre Dame probably would have won. 
Yeah. Yes, definitely. But if there was a large playoff, which which we're gonna have, Oklahoma would have smoked Notre Dame. Well, you know, I look forward to the day where we can settle it on the field. <laughs> uh, all right, it's my pick, pick nine here. Uh, and before I get there, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by the one and only Silver Bullet. Yes. Do you ever feel like you guys are always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit that reset button to get, to get ready for what's next? Cause these days everything is go, go, go. It's, it's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and really just an expectation to be on 24 seven. Sometimes you just got to hit that reset button and grab a Coors light. It's made to chill. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you know, you'll always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit that reset button, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. All right. Um, It's uh, it's honestly the one that I choose to unwind. I'm drinking one right now. So, so when you want to hit that reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. I, I still can't believe you're leaving this one on the board because I want to say the last time they played this one in Berkeley, I think USC took an L. Uh, USC at Cal. This has been a good game since the days of Aaron Rod. Shit, since before that. This is a long time rivalry. USC at Cal in Berkeley. You guys just, I mean, come on. This is a better game than Notre Dame, Virginia. Come on. Has this been a good game? Are we sure it's been a good game? It's been played. I don't know that it's been a good game. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I I remember uh, when, when uh, Pete Carroll was having that run at USC, Cal was kind of the team that would mess with them. Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember that? I, I remember Fresno state would. Yeah, that too, but they don't play them every year. True. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that was 15 ahead, years ago. No, but I'm saying Cal <laughs> beat him recently. Cal beat USC yeah, recently. Yeah. I mean, cause USC has been all that good recently. I'm not surprised if you go in seven and five every year, lots of schools beat you. I mean, look, the, look, the, I mean, I, I just think this is a good game and I actually think Cal has got a good shot of winning this one. Uh, when this one's played, if Cal stays healthy at the quarterback spot, I expect Cal to be uh, right there with 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 USC in this game. It is a good game, and it is a potential upset spot with USC on the road. It is, a, I mean, it's a, it is a classic Pac-12 matchup. But I don't know. It's you know, once again, I had it ranked a little bit down further. I actually had one, two, three Pac-12 games above this one. Now, Pac-12, everybody's pretty good, so there's lots of good games. So you could argue the the rank, and that but just might be uh, personal preference. I don't know. It's a good game, but I, I probably won't watch it from start to finish. Uh, see, I mean, you're you give me this ACC nonsense here. Um, well, let me ask you this, uh, Nick. Do you think uh, Colby's uh, selling us a bucket with this flag plant he's got on uh, Justin Wilcox? Not entirely, because I, I tend to believe Colby that I think Wilcox is doing a good job, and I think Cal is trending the right direction which is why I think they could potentially knock off USC here. So actually, maybe I'm drinking that batch of Kool-Aid that Colby's cooking up. Actually but, the, the, the last time they played, it was in the Coliseum and <laughs> Cal, Cal won 15, 14 in the Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Col- now, I think got Cal's a lot pretty of, good. 
Colby's got a lot of flavors of Kool-Aid that he's stirring up over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bound to drink some of it. <laughs> All right, NC Nick, it's on you. Uh, pick uh, what the hell? Twelve? What is this? So yeah, I think what pick 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 twelve? I think right. Pick ten. Pick ten. There you go. Ten. I, I, I All would right. Be 12. Sounds yeah. good. Let me take you to Friday night, a game I'm really excited to watch because I'm really gonna. I, I'm I'm very excited to watch Mountain West football this year. You got three or four, five really quality programs here. And Friday night is Wyoming at Boise on the Smurf turf. I'm a high on both teams. Um, I'm going over both teams. The over for Wyoming is eight. The over for Boise is nine. I'm on both overs, which should tell you that I'm pretty high on both these schools here. So I expect this to be a premier mountain West matchup and it's on Friday night by itself. I might even stay up late to watch this one because I think it's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah, and and this game has been really good lately. I mean, look, uh, Wyoming brings back the second most uh, player the amount of players in the nation. Only Toledo brings back more. Um, but when you get to the the gist of it, they've played. Obviously, Wyoming last year had quarterback problems the whole year. That was the story. That's why they were they were bad. Well, when your starting quarterback gets hurt on like the first drive of the first game, yeah, that's not a good sign for the whole season. Yeah, uh, th- so but look, last year one score game, right? That that was in Laramie, but Boise got the win. One score game though. You go back to nineteen, and uh, Wyoming missed the field goal to win in regulation, and in overtime, Boise wins. Right? You go back to you go back to two thousand eighteen, and. Uh, it was uh, the, Boise did did have a nice win there by twenty, but I believe in seventeen Wyoming gets that win. I'm pulling it up right now. Um, yeah, Wyoming. No, 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 seventeen. Boise won again, so Boise's won four in a row. So what what year did they get? Wyoming got them one of those years. So in sixteen, uh, Wyoming got them, but they f- four of the five games have been by a touchdown or less. Or eight, eight points. And I or would less. say if yeah. this game was in Laramie, maybe they would get Boise again. But uh, up there, you know, I don't know. I think Boise probably wins this, but I expect it to be close. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting spot. Um, I, I do expect it to be close, but uh, Boise probably. Yeah, on the Smurf turf, give me Boise to win this one. Patty, see your thoughts on Wyoming at Boise. Well, you know how I feel about border battles, and anytime you have. Uh, <laughs> Two basically, I don't know if Boise would be considered the flagship school of their state, but they're certainly the premier program of their state. So there's a lot of pride in that section of the country on the line in this game. Um, and as Wyoming com- becomes a better team, maybe they start. That's boy, they're going to have to go through Boise eventually if they're going to get to the top. So uh, also, that section of the country could be on the rise with the college football playoff opening up some slots that would not normally allow them to be represented. So. Uh, you know, the fans are going to get more and more lit as this, uh, yeah, you know, rivalry progresses. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's a fun rivalry and yeah, you're right with the playoffs, uh, hopefully aligning, this will be even more impactful. Uh, all right, Patty C pick 11. It's on you, my friend. All right. Well, I'm going to stay, you know what? I'm actually going to go to big 10 country. Um, Floyd of Rosedale, a great game. And obviously both Minnesota and Iowa are firmly in play for the big 10 West. Um, the game is being played in Iowa. like a lot of their games this uh, season, a lot of their critical games. So 
yeah, I mean, smash mouth, big 10 football, actually PJ Fleck has a little explosion to that offense to go with it. So slight contrast in styles. This one actually, I think will be fun to watch. No, this one will be fun to watch. And this is one that wouldn't shock me at all. If, I mean, I know I played the Northwestern Wisconsin angle earlier, but it wouldn't shock me at all. If I'm off on that. And this is essentially the more important big 10 championship game, essentially to get to the big 10 uh, West or to get to the big 10 championship. So Nick, your thoughts on this game. Yeah. You kind of stole my thunder when you mentioned the uh, Wisconsin Northwestern. I said, there's one big 10 West matchup. I have ranked a lot higher. Ding, ding, ding. This is it. And I would not be surprised if this, if this is the two best teams in that division, um, you know, I mean, obviously Wisconsin could be up there and Northwestern could be in the mix too, but I think this game is more interest, more interesting than the other one. Um, I was actually won six in a row, which is kind of surprising. They beat Minnesota 35, seven last year, but Minnesota had so much COVID problems. So throw that out the window. This is going to be a tight game here. Very meaningful. And I think the, I think it's just going to be more offense. I think it's going to be a better game to watch than that Wisconsin Northwestern game. Just jabs, jabs. Uh, <laughs> well, all right, it's on me. I'm going to take you to War Eagle, baby. Jordan Hare Stadium, Mississippi State. Friend of the program, Mike One Leach, traveling down to Jordan Hare. Look, in year one, they 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 got one past him, one by uh, twenty four to to ten, I believe, if memory serves me correct, and. I think Mississippi State's going to be a lot better this year. And Auburn, I'm kind of wondering what is Auburn. So uh, I think this is a sneaky game. I think this is much better than Notre Dame, Virginia. Maybe it's my affiliation with Coach Leach. Who knows? But I'm excited for this one. Patty, see your thoughts on Mississippi State, Auburn. Well, it's Big Ten West football between two very well known coaches who have both uh, won at a high level before. What's not to be excited? Mississippi State's talent level is uh, higher than people think it is. So, really, what you're looking at here is as a, a elite game. So, if Leach does have that offense going, then I, I don't think this will be a factor in the Big Ten West. But if you're just talking about high level football, yeah, it's a fun one to watch. Yeah, a- SEC West. Not you. You, you said <laughs> Big Ten West coming uh, in there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. St- st- stuck on the Big Ten over here. Sorry about that. <laughs> Nick, your thoughts on Mississippi State Auburn? I like it. It's a good game. Should be fun. Auburn won at home last year, 24, 10. So unfortunately for Mississippi state, they have to play at Jordan Hare two years in a row. And it is also the second of back-to-back road games for Mississippi state. Cause they are at Arkansas the week before. So maybe a little tough, a uh, little stretch of the season for Mississippi state here, but I think this is going to be a good fun game to watch. It's a money game. Well, I'm just playing money games over here. All right, guys. Uh, look, uh, I want to tell the listeners out there that the college football experience is brought to you by prop swap. Yes. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship Stanley cup futures. When you buy directly from other sports betters like yourself, see a ticket you like, but maybe you think the price is too high. Well, guess what? Submit a bid for the price that you think is fair. Then buy it. PropSwap is making it easy to profit these playoffs by trading in and out teams as the postseason progresses. Every ticket pur- purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any, it's any at any time. If I can talk, um, uh, two weeks ago, perfect example was a PropSwap customer purchased a Montreal Canadiens Stanley Cup future for forty five dollars when the team was down three one against the Maple Leafs. And a few days later, he flipped it for six hundred. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money; it just needs to improve. Think like the stock market, but for sports betting. 
So use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Just go to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And I want to hit on this while we're talking apps, download the SGPN app. Yes. Us, Patty C NC, Nick, Sean stacking the money green, Ryan, real money Kramer, and all of the, the, the content that we have way more people than that. Um, you got to get the SGPN app. All right. It's, it's live in the app store and Google play store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks, podcasts, and articles. Uh, plus the app is an exclusive way to enter our SGPN contest, including right now we're giving away a thousand dollars for our NBA finals free roll. And you got to get that in by the end of the week. All right. The contest locks at the end of the week. Just download the app and hit the contest tab for your chance to take home a thousand dollars. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. NC Nick, I think it's back to you, my friend on uh, what is this? Pick uh pick, pick uh, 13, 13, 13. Uh, let's stay in the sec West uh, Arkansas at LSU. This was a really fun rivalry, maybe like seven, eight years ago. It seemed like, you know, always had good games. Arkansas actually won two in a row in, in 14 and 15. Then LSU got better. Arkansas kind of fell off and it kind of lost its appeal you know, during those years. I mean, especially, I mean, if you look at some of these scores here, LSU 38 to 10 and 16, 33 to 10 in 2017, 56, 20 in 2019. I mean, you, you get my point here. But last year, this was a fun, close game with LSU winning on the road 27 24. So, you know, uh, uh, Pittman, the uh, pit master here, is bringing Arkansas back to respectability. So I think this is going to be another close game. And I think maybe this rivalry can kind of get back to where it was, you know, seven, eight, 10 years ago or so. So, uh, Arkansas, LSU, my man. I like it. I like this one. I think, I think you played it. I think it's better than some of the other ones we've played. And uh, I think it should be, it should be a game it should come down to uh, I wouldn't surprise me. This is tied up in the fourth Patty. See your thoughts on Arkansas LSU. I mean, I think you guys hit it right on the head. Um, Pittman seems like the right guy for the job. Southern bread. I, I, it seems like at the very least um, and the type of dude that would stay at a job like Arkansas. So um, if he can get them going in the right direction, which it seems like he is, then yeah, this game could be comp- uh, become competitive once again, which is fun. You know, border battle, <laughs> <laughs> border battle, Pat talking there. Um, okay. Uh, Patty C it's uh, it's back to you pick. Uh, what is it? 14. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Well, I, uh, we haven't quite hit the, uh, the second tier games yet. I see one that we've left out there. I can't believe it. Let's go to Waco, Texas once again, where the Oklahoma Sooners will travel. And this game has been a doozy on several occasions lately. Most uh, recently, when Oklahoma stopped a home run touchdown at the end of regulation and forced a field goal that you know essentially cost Waco the win and a trip to. The Big Twelve Championship game, or, or was that in the uh, Big Twelve Championship? That game? was in the Big Twelve Championship. That game went to overtime, and ba- Baylor would have went to the well. Who knows? I think they would have went to the playoffs, but they might have gone to the college football playoff if they had won that game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that that this game has had implications lately, whether we uh, are willing to acknowledge it or not. And I think you know Baylor, if they're able to be, if they are truly coach proof then Hey, this game could have those implications again. We shall see, but either way, the talent is there. I mean, even last year in Norman, this was a 13 point game. So it was not, was not, I mean, Aranda's defense limited 
the Sooners to 27 points in, in Norman. So, I mean, that's, I, I think you played it well here. I think it, it deserves to be played here. Nick, I know you probably hate this game. Give okay. me uh, yep. your thoughts on Oklahoma Baylor. Another Big Twelve one for Patty C. I see what's going on here. You guys are uh, teaming up against me. It's uh, well, you're not picking them. You're not picking them, dude. These games are out here, and they're better than a lot of these other games. Uh, well, yeah, this game's solid, I suppose. I, I don't think Baylor is coach proof. I, mean, I don't. You know, Matt Rule is coaching the Panthers these days. Art Co- Bryles? Carolina Panthers. Yeah, that was a couple of good hires. Uh, the jury's still out on uh, the current guy. What's his Aranda, name? Aranda, Aranda, Miranda. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You just mentioned it. Uh, I actually had a, another Big Twelve game ranked higher than this. So you guys are kind of jumping out of you know out of order here as far as what I'm looking at. Obviously, we don't agree on some of these. Well, it's a solid. It's a solid game. It's an in-conference road trip. Could be dangerous, but I think Oklahoma wins by double digits. Uh, well, I don't know. Last time they went to Baylor, they did not. But um. But things have changed since then. The, but look, Aranda was there last year. It was a thirteen-point game. Uh, yeah, it's double digits. But that was in Norman. That's a. Oh, says NC Nick. Yeah. Uh. So look, I I think Nick is alluding to this game because I'm going to stay in the Big Twelve and TCU goes into Stillwater, which Correct. this game should be an absolute great game. Uh. Look, these games are wild. These games are are wild a lot. I feel like so TCU at Oklahoma state. We know we touched on this Patty me and Patty C on our big 12 episode, our, our, our conference preview, go check it out. If you haven't checked it out where everyone's penciling, Iowa state in against, uh, against Oklahoma in the big, in the big 12 championship. But I think Iowa state's path is harder than a lot of teams. I think West Virginia and Kansas state could surprise. I think Oklahoma state and TCU could surprise. So uh, I think, I think what we're going to know, I mean, at, by now and this far in the season, we, this might not be as valuable as I think it could be, but it also could be as valuable as I think it could be. So TCU at Oklahoma state, I expect both these teams to be bowling. So regardless of, of whether they're in contention for the big 12 championship or not, I still think it's a good game with, with some decent implications, Nick, your thoughts on TCU, Oklahoma state, one quick, interesting stat. Each of the last three matchups have been, have ended in seven point games, exactly seven points. So that tells you, you know, it's going to be close and TCU's won two of those three. Uh, yeah. I, look, I do have it ranked higher than Oklahoma Baylor because you know, this game is going to be competitive. You know, it's going to be close. Granted, it might not have the, the implications that if, you know, obviously if Oklahoma loses on the road to, to a Baylor, but it might. You know, also because I'm kind of high on TCU and, and Oklahoma State is always in the mix there. So I like this game. It's a fun game. It should be close. Should be exciting. It, it does get a little wild. You know, some some crazy endings here. So I like it. All right. Well, back to you then with uh, pick sixteen. Is it? That sounds right. Sixteen. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> let me take you out west. Pac-12. Pac-12 South. Colorado at UCLA. So it was a fun one last year with the Buffaloes winning 48 to 42. I think it was in Boulder. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah. UC- UCLA couldn't quite complete the comeback, but uh, two really good schools here. You know, we've been saying it. I'm high on UCLA. They need to take care of business at home here, but it's not going to be easy against the buffs and Sam Neuer transfers out, which makes me think Colorado kind of going for the future here. So now I think games like this, where I kind of thought it was a 50, 50, I think we got to favor UCLA. I think we got to favor those teams. I think Colorado for this season. And I mean, I think there's some key pieces where if Lewis plays up to what we think or, or the, or shroud the uh, t- Tennessee transfer, maybe they will be okay. I mean, but 
I do think with Neuer transfer, they kind of sent a message to the team saying we're going for the future. Uh, so we'll see how that Good shakes move out by Durrell. Good move. It's funny. I was listening. I agree. You know, Durrell had finished number one out of a hundred out of uh, 127 coaches last year for like uh, there's the analytics on, uh, on when to like basically the coach putting your team in the best position, right? For whether it's on fourth down and three and going for it uh, on the percentages. So at the end of the year, they do all these calculations. Carl Durrell finished number one in the nation for putting his team in the best spot. So food for thought Um, analytics mastermind, Carl Durrell. Yeah. Colorado should be thanking their lucky ass that Mel Tucker left. (laughs) It took all that. They got a much better coach. Uh, So here we are. Uh, This is Patty C now pick 17 buddy. Where are you going? Well, I, I want to touch on that TCU Oklahoma State game for a second. I'm just going to say those are going to be two exciting offenses, and uh, you got two good quarterbacks there in Duggan and Sanders. So um, that game, for an, a pure excitement factor, going to be awesome. Colorado UCLA, I'll say, has potential to be both of those teams really good or both of those teams really bad. We never know what. The- those two teams, what we're going to get, but it's a wild card game and it's fun. And I think that's where we are in the selection process for me at this point, I'm going to take you to a game that last year was super competitive. And we have a program in Washington state that has been very good lately. And a coach that has managed to uh, at least maintain that momentum for one year. And uh, he's going into uh, a hornet's nest in Eugene, Oregon, Wazoo at the Oregon Ducks going to be a dang good Pack 12 game. The, well, the last time this was played in Eugene, Mike Leach scores with uh so so uh who was their quarterback? God, Anthony uh, Anthony Gordon throws a, a get what looks like a game-winning touchdown pass to go up I think one with about 45 seconds left. And then uh Oregon gets a great kick return, ends up kicking a field goal and winning. So this was a dandy of a game uh, in Eugene two years ago. Last year, even in Pullman, that score was deceiving. This was kind of a a slugfest back and forth, uh, and and late the freshman quarterback Jared Jaden Delora had 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 a couple problems. I think he fumbled a big play. So Oregon ended up winning by I think like fourteen points. But I think that score was a bit deceiving. I like where it's played. Nick, your thoughts? Washington State at Oregon. Yep, I like it as well. And it's this is one of those ones that I had ranked above USC Cal. I think this is going to be a fun one. A uh, couple quick things. Wazoo has a buy coming into this and Oregon is coming off that huge matchup at Washington the week before. So if you think this is going to be a walk in the park for the ducks, think again, this game is going to be tight. It's going to be good potential upset. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, sign me up, sign me up pack 12 after dark. Um, I'm going to take you to I'm going to take you to uh, the likes of uh, we're going all the way to Dallas, Texas. I'm taking you to the AAC, but we hit on both these programs potentially with the 12 team playoff. These two programs could become elite UCF at SMU. I think this is going to be a very interesting matchup from a coaching standpoint. Uh, You got Gus Malzahn's offense against Jim Levitt's defense. Jim Levitt newly hired at SMU love this matchup. And I think both teams are going to be good this year. I expect both teams to probably be nine, 10 win teams. 
So UCF at SMU, this should be a weekday game guys. Cause this one's This one's going to be a barn burner. Uh, Patty C your thoughts on UCF at SMU. Patty yeah, this one's going to be great. Uh, yeah, I, I think this game's going to be great. I, w- I was saying, I was thinking you were going to say uh, interesting uh, matchup between the two offenses because SMU obviously is able to, you know, they have a great coach in Sonny Dykes who's able to dial it up, and then you got Malzahn, uh, UCF, a slight contrast in styles because. Sonny Dykes likes to throw the ball around a little more. And I think Gus Malzahn is a little more balanced, but either way, they both have explosive offenses. Jim Levitt is a factor there. So I think, I don't know. SMU hasn't caught up from a talent standpoint to uh, UCF just yet, but the fact that the game is in Dallas, maybe this is a step in that direction toward elite SMU. Nick, your thoughts, UCF at SMU. I like it a lot. As you mentioned, if it was a weekday game, I'd love it. Uh, I'm a little worried. It kind of gets lost in the mix on a Saturday, uh, but it really shouldn't because it is going to be a fun game to watch. There's going to be a lot of offense. It should be close Two really good schools here that, uh, and as you said, maybe both of them are on the up and up here. So I like a good game. All right. Well, it's coming back to you at uh, pick 20, but before we get there, guys, you got to check out episode two. This is the conclusion to episode one. We'll have the final picks and then we'll hit you with our upset of the week. And then our Lou Holtz, what the fuck game of the week. All right. So stay tuned. This is the conclusion to episode one uh, on the way too early week 11 preview. Make sure you check out episode two as we give you the same format, but close out with, with what we traditionally do. All right. This is the college football experience. Way too early week 11 part one episodes conclude.